Welcome back to Deep Drumming. I'm Tracy. I'm Megan. And I'm Michelle. Oh my God. That was the longest pause than you've ever been. That (laughs) that wasn't a voice that I've ever heard come out of your head before. What? It's a really good one though. Can you do like a regular I'm Michelle? Just like. No, I told you. How do you say it? I basically do it. Oh, I'm Michelle. I don't know. (laughs) weird <laughs> that was a little silly i agree that's okay that's really like, funny what's your name and i'm like uh, uh i'm actually not sure <laughs> i think it's mitchell it's like, uh michael no no that's not it one second let me try again can i try again <laughs> yeah absolutely absolutely what is happening i just muted my mic and came you're back you're fine we just uh, you i just made i forced okay. michelle to try and say her name like normal and didn't really work out too well oh it didn't work cool. so Henry yeah. just came in the room and was growling at me. Super. So. Feels good. <laughs> yeah. Do you need me to call the baby police? Or yes. rabies? <laughs> Who takes care of rabies? <laughs> Lewis <it> Pasture. <laughs> I'll send good my one. dog over. Stick callback. Oh, good job. That was a good callback. Anyway. Um, well, hey, what guys, are you guys drinking tonight? What's up? I don't know. What are you? Are you drinking a thing that says Louis? I, I got Louis Demise. It's a brown oh. uh, amber ale from Milwaukee Brewing. Milwaukee. You want, you want the that name Louis Demise in the house with your dog named Louis? Yes. Yeah, that seems fucked. It's delicious. <laughs> num, num, num. All right. <laughs> well, hey, your your the demise of your beloved is delicious. Good for you. It's a medium-bodied amber ale that starts with a rich malt flourish kept in perfect balance by smooth hop finish. Nice. Sponsor like, what do you Milwaukee got? Brewing. Um, I'm doing a little mocktail tonight because I'm uh, not doing dry January. I'm just like letting myself dry out. So there I've got go. some Topo Chico with lime juice, sort of nice. like you know, Ooh. ranch water without the ranch. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Without the tequila. <laughs> Is that what ranch is that the ranch part of it? Is that it's is that the tequila's ranch? Is that what that is? I don't know. I just said that and it sounded really stupid because it made me think of like ranch dressing. No, I disagree. I don't think it sounded <laughs> Wait, are we not all. talking just... about ranch dressing? <laughs> no, no, we're not talking about Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> oh my gosh. Is that yeah, what you thought ranch know. water was? I yeah, don't know. I've never just had like ranch a nice Coco never... Chico with a squirt of creamy ranch dressing ranch water so oh my god people in in texas love ranch dressing and texas has ranches so i don't know it makes sense yeah it does well i have a um i mean i don't know like that's just crazy um i have a 2020 petite mm, not even gonna try it i'm not gonna try most of this actually Mm -hmm. french wine hold it up Uh, hold it up megan's good at pronouncing socio can you see that Sociando, uh, Sociando. I don't know. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a Bordeaux from somewhere. France? Francais. Um, and it's good as bug, guys. It is pretty tasty. I also like, I used to always keep wine in my house, like just fucking bottles of it. Um, and now I just 
don't. And so I had to like go and get wine for the first time in forever. And now I have a couple bottles in my house and it makes me feel like a normal human again. <laughs> I usually I'm like, oh, oh thank God, <laughs> go to my cabinet and I, it's fine. And I like haven't had that. And now I'm like, okay, yeah. So I'm doing the opposite of dry January, I guess. And like cool, filling cool. my house with alcohol. <laughs> Where do you uh, purchase your wine from? Like what's your go-to? Trader like Trader Joe's. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Trader and then Joe's, if they don't honestly, have... Finney's right next door. Yes, they do. Well, we go to the same Trader Joe's, which is very funny mm -hmm. and weird, um, but wonderful. So yeah, so we're um, yeah, we're doing this. We got right like now. a wine a wine strip mall in our hood. It's pretty good. You could go to the Aldi, Trader Joe's, and Benny's all in one shot, all from one parking lot. Oh really? That's, that's, yeah, because that Aldi is. Oh, that's right. I always forget about. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, they just made a you new just... Aldi near to us. Yeah, uh, near to and, me at least, closer to me. And um, I've been told that it, it smells delicious in there. So Mar Marabeth loved it there. My mom. She, oh, she went. Yeah, she's like, you guys been to the new Aldi? I'm like, no. It's like Isn't 20 that minutes devastating. From my house. That's like our <laughs> most like, exciting. <laughs> the most exciting thing that happens to us is like a new Aldi opening, and we're like, oh my god. Our friend took her up in town. Oh man, what? I got a new one coming up in town. It's gonna have the bakery. Do you? I'm stoked. <laughs> it's hilarious how like exciting it is though. You know what else I'm stoked on? Um, my sweet, lovely nanny got me a Christmas present because she's adorable. Um, but her and her boyfriend got me a Theragun. Um oh, you guys what? These are the best. That's a sick gift, isn't it? Um yes. shout out to Brookie Cookie, but uh my she gave me this Theragun and I was always like, Theraguns sure like are they really anything oh what yeah well, i just i didn't know michelle i didn't know i was now aware. you see how stupid you used to be oh i mean i could truly every single night like just fucking go crazy and use it like it's amazing i would like if my glutes are tight rich uses it on my butt and i'm just like ah he's like should i stop i'm like no 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 keep going <laughs> like, yeah, it's terrible like, the it's absolutely terrible you can't even i can't go higher than level one because it's i'm like people oh could you you'll work up I, there but yeah it's you ever put that yeah. shit on your it band it's fucking terrible you i don't know do that it. i want to it hurts on you my back try. i mean i yeah. will because my knee is fucked but i mean um I right in there for my tendonitis on my tennis elbow just yeah i thought about bringing it on the pod and just fucking muting myself and like gun in <laughs> my shoulder yeah. no you, you should bring it to that. work and gun me tomorrow please okay oh, yeah you're not gonna That's be good. there i thought oh i'll come to work if there's gonna be a theragun oh, okay perfect i think that <laughs> makes like kind of gonna sense. be some big snowstorm tonight or something oh yeah, theoretically yeah. it's called um we learned today it's gonna be called winter storm finn um oh. so we'll see if finn shows up or not i heard two things i heard it's gonna rain in the morning and then snow at night and then i heard oh, it's gonna snow in the morning nightmare. and rain at night so i think either way it's gonna be a sheet of fucking ice on cool. wednesday love that for my 30 mile commute awesome. yeah <laughs> well also if you can't make it in tomorrow like jessica today we can even we can cut this but our boss she was like uh <laughs> if you can't make it in like don't kill yourself to get to work it's dumb to do so, cool, cool. so just be careful all right. Anyway, that's a mid. That's a if, if if I've ever heard a Midwest conversation, that's that was it right there. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. past you during the winter storm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Well, hey, anybody else got anything new before we head into the uh, the topics du jour today? 
Nah, dog. I don't think so. All right. I don't think so. No, no well, doggy. Megan, you are our, I was going to say prime suspect. That's, I mean, I sort of. It's the bill a little bit with it what does. you're going to talk about. Wait, wait. Um, Can I tell yeah? you guys what my topic's going to be today? No. What? No, just keep it secret for like you, 40 minutes. You're the That's kind of person that can't keep a present, aren't you? That like yeah, gets a present obviously. and goes, yeah. Birthday I tried to give you your birthday December present. I tried to give you your Christmas present in yeah. November and was like, yeah. why aren't you why will you not accept this? This is crazy. <laughs> All right, no, keep it a secret. I want to put you through that kind of hell for probably 45 minutes to an hour. All so right. yeah, um <laughs> Megan, all you babe, what are you talking about? Uh, so tonight I'm going to do something different, a little bit, uh, off the cusp here. One, because I wasn't super prepared (laughs) and two, just because it's a heavy hitter. It's a big one. Um, and it's recently been in the news. So tonight I'm going to talk to you. Yeah, truly, but we won't exactly talk about that. Mm -hmm. Um, right now anyway anyway so tonight i'm going to talk to you about the story of gypsy rose blanchard and the murder of her mother Dee Dee blanchard oh dog this is dog dog story is so crazy it's it's super crazy and i know a ton about it because i was fascinated like from the beginning like this happened not too terribly long ago. Um, like the murder, I mean, spoiler, not spoiler, was in 2015. So well, there's like a whole documentary on it. So honestly, if you that and that was out like three years ago or something. So like, right? I think it came out because I I watched a little bit of it again tonight. Um, the HBO documentary Mommy Dead and Dearest. Yeah. Incredible. I like got halfway through it. Um just to like get a little bit extra of facts because you know from googling things i just thought they did a really nice job um sort of outlining it so tonight i'm just going to tell you sort of about dd um and go from there we'll save the gypsy part for next time all right cool sound cool let's go anybody have any feelings about that yeah i'm gonna interject i think a fucking ton so i can't (laughs) wait okay all right. Unfortunately, I like typed this up, so I have to have my word up, which makes me sad because I can't see your beautiful faces. No. Um, oh, oh, Doctor Evil. No, what no. was that? <laughs> All you need is Welcome a fucking cat and a scar on your face, right? So uh, okay, again, I just wanna. Oh no, she did the finger thing by the side of her mouth. I moved my document so I could see that. So that's good. Um, (laughs) Anyways, just like, again, a shout out to Mommy Dead and Dearest on HBO. Everybody should give it a watch. Mm -hmm. It is wild because Dee Dee, the mom, videotaped and documented and took pictures of everything. Uh And this was in the 90s. So this is like fucking creep. Like, like a total kill. creep. It's she probably had her fucking camcorder with a VHS in it, just lugging it around, recording everything. Yeah, like, so much money. Tons. <laughs> totally. But like, it made an incredible documentary. There's no reenactments, none of that bullshit. It's all actual footage. Um, did your parents have a camcorder? Um, when you guys were growing up, and did did your dads do anything silly with it ever? I'm asking this for a specific question because I feel like everybody has this uh, memory of their dad, but now I'm wondering if it's just me. 
Um, um, I don't know if I my think... dad did anything silly, but we certainly had a giant suitcase that held yeah. our... It was on his shoulder. Like, it was like a full yes. shoulder camcorder. Absolutely. But at Christmas time, honestly, any time that he got the camcorder out, he would always turn it upside down and be like, oh, no, what are you doing on the ceiling? And, like, <laughs> do this whole show and dance. We'd always be like, dad. And I just think it's so funny. I always thought that was... I thought that was something every father did. So I'm proving myself wrong but shout out to gare that was really funny yeah. actually <laughs> all right continue. great joke yeah <laughs> did, did greg not do that i don't know if there's any video footage of us as children what <laughs> truly <laughs> yeah i don't think so oh, no that's <laughs> fine not even a single <laughs> shred of evidence that you guys existed yeah like i mean i think there's photos but not like i don't if we had a camcorder, it wasn't used properly. I don't know. Or like saved. I don't know. Oh, damn. I would love to see nah, little Michelle fine. being a fucking hellion to her brother, six year younger brother. Yeah, trust yeah. me. There was nothing about my that needs to be relived. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Sorry, Maggie. Go ahead. No, that's okay. Okay. So um, our main character, Dee Dee Blanchard, she was actually born Claudine Pitree in Track Bay, Louisiana in May of 1967. It doesn't ever say anywhere how Claudine turned to Dee Dee, but I can only imagine it was just something hey, Claudine, weird. Claudine, Dee Dee, like, okay. Claudine, Dee maybe. Um, so in an interview actually on the mommy dead and dearest her dad was asked what he thought about Dee, Dee and his very like louisiana accent he says she was okay oh my god <laughs> like, <laughs> like that is like about her in general like, as a child yeah. she was yes. okay she was okay and then he went on to say she was something else so oh my he, even as a small child was very manipulative and controlling uh, she committed petty crimes. She stole. She wrote bad checks. She opened up credit cards in the names of her family members. How old was she when she was writing bad checks? Um, they didn't say. They just sort of like was were talking about it. I love Apparently, the idea of a seven year old writing bad checks and like going to the I, store and like, see, I, mean, I want to cash this. Check. Like she might have been a teen when she was doing that. <laughs> I don't think she was like. But I love that. I think that's funny. And I'm gonna I'm gonna think of Dee Dee Blanchard as a seven-year-old who went in with like a scribbled notepad that said, like, this check is signed by America and like yeah. gave it to a teller. I mean, that's fair. That's yeah. fun to imagine. <laughs> um, I think her mom was kind of shitty like this too, and like just mm -hmm. like a like did small crimes. So she kind of like learned from her mother. Um she did end up um as caregiver for her ailing mother um as she was younger they didn't say exactly when but again i think it was like in her teens maybe very very early 20s um she was sort of charged with taking care of her mom because she was a cna at the time or mm. certified nursing assistant so perfect fit right like okay you know she's got a little bit of medical background why wouldn't she be able to help take care of her mom well Unfortunately, she started to withhold food from her mom, um, dun, dun, dun. which ultimately starved her and led to her even more quick death. What was, that what was wrong with her mom? They just say ailing. Uh, okay. like, I don't know if she had cancer or some sort of other. It, it sounded terminal for which mm -hmm. she needed someone to provide 
you know, all the care for her. Like she couldn't yeah. feed herself. She couldn't walk is the way it made it seem. So obviously if someone's going to withhold food, you're going to starve to death and die. Yeah. It's devastating. So a little, little foreshadowing for you, if you will. So, um, in 1991, when she's 24, she meets a 17-year-old named Rod Blanchard at a bowling alley. Rod. 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 There's like my man. On, there's this guy in Southern Charm, and his name's Rod. He fucking sucks. And then it's we're such always a like, weird what's name, Southern right? Charmed? So it's it's the, Bravo? A rea- yeah, Bravo reality show oh. that I watched, like the only reality show, show I've ever watched. But it, me and Rich are pretty called? into it. Southern charm. Southern charm. Charm. This is yeah. this is jarring to me that you watch a reality show called Southern Charm, and I don't well, know why. It's, like it's, I don't know what to do like, with this information. Based in Charleston, and like my family lived in Charleston, so it's like I started watching oh, it to be like, oh, I know sense. that restaurant, I know that place, and now I'm just now fucking Rod, so I got to keep watching, you know. Uh. Anyway, sorry, that was a wild derailment. <laughs> No, that was That's awesome. Okay. But let's like just take a second. She was 24 and Ew. he was 17. Ew. Ew. Right. I just want you to like feel the yuckiness of that for a minute. Ugh. Um so they got pregnant like almost immediately after meeting. And Rod thought he should do the quote right thing. And he married Dee Dee. Um, when he was interviewed, he said Rod when he woke up about out- doing the right thing a little earlier. Before, like wearing a condom, like that, like, sort of like early before fucking her, maybe I don't know, like not dating somebody that's 24. <laughs> I mean, maybe something, yeah, like that. I don't know. But, I mean, I'm certain in 1991, statutory rape was probably not a thing, and certainly not when the no, male was younger, absolutely but, not. That was just like fucking fair, cool fair. as tits to do He's that, like, yeah, that. fucking cougar, cougar, yeah, he was baby. like, nailed it. Yeah, right. <laughs> nailed it <laughs> in more ways than one. <laughs> Literally <Yeah>. and figuratively. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, it's terrible that we're joking about that. Did he literally nail, put nails on her? No, Megan. What? what? No, you used that word wrong. Sorry. Um, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Listen, I'm the literally police, okay? Stay tuned from an ad from our from from the local police. <laughs> okay. <laughs> when Rod was interviewed, he said when he woke up on the morning of the eight, his 18th birthday, he realized he had married Dee Dee for the wrong reasons. So he divorced her before that baby was born. Um he thought that Dee Dee was just too much for him. He said that she was into some dark stuff. He said that she was into witchcraft and doing spells and that she had a pet tarantula. Well, I don't like the tarantula portion, but I can't be mad about the rest. Right. Which is fine. Which just feels so... It just doesn't feel... It doesn't seem to fit the rest of the picture. Right? Yeah, totally. I, mean, I, I guess like I guess when we think of witchcraft, it's like, you know, Mother Earth and all the things and like... Not like I'm gonna fucking write bad checks and like, anyways, whatever. Um, so <laughs> despite them being broken up, Dee Dee considered Rod when naming the baby. So the name the baby was named, of course, Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Gypsy because Dee Dee always loved the name 
and Rose because Rod loved Guns and Roses. <laughs> Wait oh. a second. Hold on. I thought Gypsy Rose was named after the stripper from like 1927. No. Really? No. Is that a myth? Why I've never heard that, that in my life. I'm going to look that up while you're talking because I thought. God, now I feel no, and crazy. I heard this in like several different sources. All right. I mean, so. I believe you more than I believe me <laughs> for sure on this, but I don't know why I thought. I thought there was a Gypsy Rose who was like a stripper. I don't mean to Could say be. stripper, but uh, I'm going to look this up. Okay. So, um, Shortly after Gypsy was born, you know, since she wasn't with Rod, um, she didn't really have anywhere to go. So she took Gypsy to live with her family. Now, remember, Gypsy's mom, I'm sorry, Dee Dee's mom is deceased, maybe because of Dee Dee. Um, so Dee Dee's definitely father is now, yes, because of Dee Dee. Um, so at this point, Dee Dee's father was remarried. Um, and for nine months that she lived um, with her father and stepmother, she was poisoning her stepmother with weed killer. Damn. Weed killer? Yeah. Like literally putting Roundup in her food. Oh, my <laughs> God. Was she like, this her- food tastes like shit? I-, I don't know. I think they later found out that it was weed killer, but she was like deathly fucking ill like couldn't get out of bed was super sick again Dee Dee was helping take care of her for nine months and then Dee Dee took gypsy and they moved out and then miraculously the stepmom was totally fine oh my god mm-hmm. That's how, um, that's no, how I know no files. relation to Gypsy Lee. So there's a there's a, a burlesque star, um, Gypsy Rose Lee from like the 1930s, 1940s, and there's literally an article that says there's no relation to Gypsy Rose Lee and Gypsy uh, Rose Blanchard or Blanchard. So fascinating, but also crazy. I don't know where I heard that, but. I, I don't know why I would like know about a legend, though. fucking stripper from 1937 like, for no reason. It's very funny. <laughs> anyway, all right. Awesome. Continue. Uh, um, so it was as early as three months old that Dee Dee said that Gypsy had breathing problems. She said that she had um, obstructive sleep apnea and she needed a breathing mas- machine while she slept. Can I ask a question? Yes. Does anybody in this room want me to play like devil's advocate the whole time and be like, sure. okay, because yeah. because you go because I'm I'm immediately thinking like, first of all, no, she's the devil. I want to just put that out there. I don't believe anything that I'm about to say. But like, you have to go like, I I think what is so fascinating about this case and what we're going to talk about is that. Like, you can make a case for being like, I'm so nervous about my little tiny baby. I'm watching them every day, watching them not be able to breathe or not be able to do this. And like, you are the expert on your baby and blah, 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 and all of that stuff. And so like, I can imagine not why she did it, but why... I can imagine why people would maybe believe her when you go like, I'm at home and my baby looks like she can't breathe and I'm freaking out. And the doctors would just go, okay, well here, let's try this thing. And so like, I can understand a very little bit from like the healthcare perspective, why people might have like done a poor job um, assessing correctly. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say or no? 
Yeah, to a certain extent. And then it yes. gets fucking crazy. That, yeah. sure. Three months old, she's not breathing. Yes, absolutely. You're scared? Sure. We will give her a CPAP machine. Yes, right. And then it, and then. And then it devolves into just yes. terribleness. Okay. Yeah. So over the next few years, Gypsy would develop many additional health problems with DD attributed to a very rare chromosomal disorder, which is never named it's never documented it's never anywhere it's yeah. just totally <laughs> yeah yeah um so gypsy stopped attending school at second grade or maybe kindergarten sources vary but she was mm. very young and mm. Dee began homeschooling her because of all her illnesses and the severity like she couldn't even be with other children she was so sick Caring for such a sick child and homeschooling was a full-time job for Dee Dee. So she uh, used and received child support and public aid. By the end of the 90s, Gypsy and um, all her lists of ailments had grown. So in addition to sleep apnea, she also had hearing and vision problems, epilepsy, muscular dystrophy, and she required uh, a feeding tube to eat because... Mm. You know, failure to thrive. She was very mm. small. She wouldn't, she couldn't gain any weight. So she had to have this operation to have a tube placed through the skin of her stomach or abdomen into her organ, the stomach, so that things could be put directly into her stomach and she wouldn't have to eat or swallow. How old was she when, when that happened? She was really little. She said that that's the first surgery that she remembers. So oh I would bet God. she was like six-ish maybe. And in an interview, she talks about how painful it was. I can I mean, imagine. Terrible. I mean, I've had abdominal surgeries. I mean, they were C-sections, but they are cutting through yeah. your stomach and your muscles. It fucking hurts. I yeah. can't even imagine being just a little child having to endure that. Um, <clears throat> so she was prescribed medication for all of these ailments, um, which also went through the feeding tube. Um, uh, there in an interview, Gypsy talks about, you know, after the feeding tube, um, you know, all my meals went through it, all my medicine, I could even be sleeping and I just had no idea what medicine was going into my tube. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. oh. Um, Dee Dee and Gypsy were Hurricane Katrina survivors. In 2005, Hurricane Katrina ruined the apartment in which they were living, which had been set up for people with special needs. Dee Dee and Gypsy's medical records, including her birth certificate, had been destroyed in the flooding. Holy was... shit, no way, really? No. Oh, oh, not really. <laughs> oh, I thought you I was like, damn. Yeah. Spoiler, no. I mean, it was just oh, that she was just, just lied. That was just very convenient. Wait, did she could... really lie about being survivors of it? Like, did they not live near it? No, no, no. Or they did. They did. They, did. they okay. Yes, they were in Hurricane Katrina. The home in which they were living in was destroyed. But the medical records, like, yeah, how does that? Get in, in 2005, I have to believe, and you know, I worked in, or I didn't yet, but I believe the hospital system had electronic things. Yeah, and I don't think that. They could be destroyed in a flood. 2005, though. 
I mean, I started nursing in 2009 and I still had a shit ton of paper documentation at like yeah. small community hospitals. And so like, while I, while I don't imagine it to all be true, I, I think that it was close enough to the change where maybe she could uh, very clearly get away with that and be like, yeah. yep, it's all lost, which is nuts. It is. It's insane. Um, but we will find out later that that is actually not the case at all. God damn so, it. I hate her. The lie detector she said is, that was a lie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so one of the doctors, one who they were actually seeing in the Ozarks, suggested that they re relocate to Missouri. So the next month they were airlifted and flown to Missouri. To wow. Was it Dr. Brozarks? Because of Dr. Brozark? I'm not sure who Dr. Brozark is. Yeah, me neither. Are you saying bro Ozark in the same word? Yeah, Dr. Brozark. Oh my God. <laughs> That's not real, right? No. Like she's like bro saying and Ozark, and Ozark together. Yes. Oh. Well, you guys. <laughs> Okay. It's too long to come come do it though. It was a funny <laughs> joke if you guys were a little smarter. Yes, it was Dr. Brozark who said that. And he flew him there. And if you guys were a little smarter, cool. <laughs> uh so when they first got uh to Missouri, Missouri, Missouri. Missouri. Yes. Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> okay. Here's, I haven't even had anything to drink. I've had a rough day. I'm just losing my fucking mind. Good. So, we love it. We're here for uh, losing minds. Uh, right. So <laughs> they lived in a rented home. Uh, during their time there, Gypsy was honored by the Oli Foundation, which advocates for the rights of feeding tube recipients. Did you even know that was such a thing? No. Say it again. He it's was like honored by charity. the Oli Founded Foundation, which advocates for the rights of feeding tube recipients, which is like hilarious because it's like, like one and, and like great and wonderful for people well, who yes. like really need it and like are like not lying from liars. Florida. What of who was that lady from Florida that was on the feeding tube and they wanted to like withdraw care? Oh, uh, Sandra. Um, Oh, oh she was the name? nurse, right? Yeah, Sandra. I don't know. Le she was Levy, 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 something like that. I'll look it she up. She was like, she was like, um, on a feeding tube, and they were arguing it. Like, went to the Supreme Court of whether, like, it's ethical to like hold her feedings to if that's, that's euthanasia. Right. Oh, that's right. What's her name? Yeah, that's tricky. That seems like a lovely charity to be involved with that case yeah with this <laughs> one yeah i think it's so for people like that not for yes this. <laughs> right which is funny because like she was totally having her rights violated by her mother with this feeding tube oh yeah um yeah. terry shavo terry terry shavo 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 that's right um in 2008, Habitat for Humanity built them a small home with a wheelchair ramp and a hot tub as part of a larger project on the north side of Springfield. And a hot tub? And I Wait, mean, she Habitat for Humanity for her... can make... Stop. They make hot tubs? What the fuck? 
<laughs> yeah, they could do it all, man. Have you have you seen a picture of this house? It's like super cute and pink and like perfect. It's, just, it's perfect. Yes, for this, you know, small child who is unbelievable. Yeah. So right. the story of the single mother with a severely disabled daughter forced to flee Katrina's devastation. Um, they received tons of local media attention. Sure. The community they often pitched in to help this woman who now went by. She's now changed her name, Claudine Blanchard. Like I don't know, she put an e at the end. Blanchard with an e at the end. Yeah. I think she was trying to be like French, but yeah, or just different. She to sound less trashy. Or she was afraid people were going to catch on to her. Sure. Maybe? That's what I think. Yeah. That feels right. Yeah. Or she like, just really hiding. liked the French, you know? You never know. Maybe. She liked a good maybe Bordeaux. She, a nice maybe she drank some of that wine and was like, yeah. you know what? I am French. <laughs> you know what? I am Blanchard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, mostly. I'm pretty sure that's what happened, but believe what you want. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just still going to call her Dee Dee, though. Okay. <laughs> uh, Dee Dee continued to take Gypsy to see tons of doctors. Uh, her list of ailments again continued to grow. She was now telling doctors that in addition to the sleep apnea, the vision and hearing loss, muscular dy dystrophy, epilepsy, she now has leukemia. Oh. GI reflux, quadriplegia. Quadriplegia? Like, I mean, think, like, could you maybe moving. think of a better lie? Right. So for anyone who doesn't know, quadriplegia is paralysis of all of your extremities, which is wild because she had no trouble moving her arms. I mean, and she, she also just couldn't, she, she, it wasn't that she couldn't walk, was it? Or no, I guess she had. Didn't you say that she said she had um, muscular dystrophy, theoretically? Uh-huh. So, so she, she was wheelchair She bound. was wheelchair bound. But then, mm -hmm. like, she's moving her arms and she was like, what does she have, intermittent quadriplegia? Like, that doesn't happen. Right. Right. Like, it's insane. Um, she also says anemia, hypoventilation, allergies. But I'm mild confused because a lot of these things, like if you run a blood test, you can prove it wrong. Like leukemia, if your blood work doesn't show that, our, it's like. Did our healthcare system just fail her over and over and over again? Is that what happens? Up until a certain point, it really, really feels that way. And like. Because a lot of this stuff, I just feel like it's very easy to disprove. Absolutely. A simple blood test would tell you she doesn't have leukemia. Right. Or anemia. Um, I mean, to so was she just telling other people this? She's just telling friends and neighbors and whomever that she has leukemia, that she has muscular dystrophy, that she has a thing. Not doctors, or is she? No, she also is telling. She is also telling doctors. I'm. I took actually a picture. I'm going to send this to you guys, and we can maybe post it. I don't know. Of because I think it's so. It's so. Um, like, like this just feels easy to like be like nah that's not what it is and and is that because of like what time it is right now in all our life in healthcare that like we it's are, not like, this 50 years ago i know but like what how could this just have been missed for so long i it's mean so for something like me so something like 
fibromyalgia or something. That's very subjective. That's very subjective. I get that. I get people being like, well, I have to believe that you have this because I cannot prove it otherwise because it's a subjective thing. But something like leukemia or whatever, it's like you can have data points and be like, oh, not true. So I'm just confused. Yeah. Yeah. And also she wasn't receiving like chemotherapy or like a bone marrow transplant or any of the actual like treatments treatment just threw it on the list if you guys have looked at this picture she spelled shit wrong too and it's it's very clearly like a a typed out Mm. list of her problems that she probably Mm -hmm. took to all these doctor's appointments to be like well our medical records were lost but this this is what she has Oh, so I guess theoretically you could be like, oh, when she was five, she had leukemia, but now she's in remission. What's a heart mummer? <laughs> also, I like, believe that's supposed to say murmur. Spell check existed. Truly, so, in like list. Right. Oh, God, look at this fucking font that she wrote for Gypsy Rose. I can't diagnosis. actually talk this about is- it. I know, it's really probably super triggering <laughs> it's for Tracy. Disgusting font. <laughs> it's not I have a really aggressive uh, font addiction, guys. So, uh, <laughs> wow, that's that's challenging. I'm gonna. It I'm was gonna too have much. To delete that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. So she has all of the diseases, and she's mm-hmm. sick as fuck, and she has a Habitat from Humanity house, and mm-hmm. she looks awful. And how old is she at this point? At this point, uh, she was born in 1991. It's 2008 when she gets the Habitat for Humanity home. So she's 17. Jesus. But this is also part of Dee Dee's game. She likes to tell people that she's five years younger than she actually is. It's because of the, you know, quote, mild retardation. She's slow. So she only acts as if she's, you know, she's like five years younger than she actually is. In fact, Dee Dee's dad, or I'm sorry, Gypsy's dad, Rod, like really tried to stay active, continued to send child support in the amount of $1,200 a month. He would call and check in on her like multiple times, tried to come and visit. That's a lot of money for 2005, 2008 era. A lot of money. Yeah. yeah. And he was remarried and like had other children. Um, but Dee Dee All right. I talked shit about him. Rod earlier, but I want to take it back. Yeah, he's legit. He's legit. (laughs) He's he's super legit, and in fact, like, continued to be involved with Mm. and support Gypsy. Mm. So, uh, Dee Dee just lied to Gypsy and said that he's such a bad man. You know, he does drugs. He does this. He's like terrible. Didn't tell her that he was sending all of this money. Oh my gosh. He called her on her 18th birthday and said, you know, hey, I really want to talk to Gypsy and wish her an 18th, happy 18th birthday. And Dee Dee said, oh, no, 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 you can't tell her. She's 18. Like, she's so slow. That would, like, be really upsetting. You have to tell her happy 14th birthday. And he's like, what? Was Rod like, like you- duh fuck? Yeah, exactly. He's like, <laughs> duh fuck. So he ended up just saying, you know, happy birthday, sweetie. I love you. And was like, okay, I guess we won't. So he never got to see her. He never got. I heard on one podcast that I listened to, um, I think it was actually the Red Handed podcast on this. They're lovely. I also encourage you to listen to them. Uh, They did a super nice job outlining this whole case. Um, They went out to lunch, I think, one day. And the whole time, Gypsy was just like shaking 
she was so scared of her father because of the lies that Dee Dee told oh her about Oh my God, him. that's so sad. It's just another way to um, manipulate and abuse her child and to like, yeah. you know, control her into thinking what she wants her to think. Awful. Which is wild. Well, that was a derailment. I didn't type that out. Uh, <laughs> let's see. out she said they would just they and like they would rip one out and put a new one in and it hurt really bad Mm. she i guess had been from 2005 to 2014 had been in and out of emergency rooms at least a hundred times oh my god oh my gosh that is i mean like how many times have you been to the emergency room yourself as a human like 10 maybe okay 10 times and i think that is a pretty high amount for like but like i i mean i think i've been in the emergency room for myself twice i think daphne's been like four times and like phil's probably been way more than me because he likes to partake in uh high risk (laughs) high reward activities um (laughs) but like a hundred times for people who aren't in healthcare 100 times is just unfathomable to me in nine like, years also so how many is that 10 times a year that's that's all so many times like doing the er monthly. almost yeah. every month at least like that's awful oh uh let's see what other surgeries did she have she had her salivary glands removed because what? of excessive drooling what mm-hmm. yep salivary at first they injected them with botox and when that didn't work because Dee Dee was putting fucking numbing cream on her gums they had you know two make her drool then they went in and surgically removed her salivary glands live without the, i don't i don't know just wait say. just wait the lack of salivary glands coupled with the side effects of her anti-seizure or epilepsy medication. Oh, did all her teeth fall out? They began to decay to the point of majority of them having to be extracted and replaced by a bridge. Oh, my God. And lastly, maybe we actually don't have a super correct or like accurate list of surgeries, but lastly... She had tubes implanted in her ears to control the many ear infections that Dee Dee said she had. Mm. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, and I'm sure there were more. What doctor puts tubes in somebody's ears that, like, didn't see all these infections? I know. I know. I don't know. That's a good fucking question. Again, she could be like, like, oh, she was she was supposed to have them, and then Hurricane Katrina came, and she's been having these things, and like it's you know it's water in her ears. And then and a doctor gets in there and pain. goes, "Oh, actually, Looks fine. ears look tits. They look great. No, no dice. Uh, right. fucking Blanchard, bitch. Right. It's just, it, I think that's the part that makes me so upset is that like there's so many like I hate using this, but like there's so many like 
holes in the Swiss cheese. Like, right. They always say there's like these things that like pharmacists have to pass this off. Nurses have to give these medicines. Doctors have to sign orders. Surgeons have to do surgery. Follow-up physicians have to do care. And all these people are just taking the word of this person. Like, it's so scary. It's so scary. It really is. I And I just can't even imagine interacting with Dee Dee and how manipulative she probably was. And like, gypsy playing along because she had to she has no idea how to not do the things that she does her mom was her entire world yes you know these procedures and like disney movies like that's all she had and also in her mind i imagine cared about her like her mom cared about her more than any thing in the world because she helped her with all these terrible diseases that she has like when you're a kid you don't know any better you don't know that like the thing that your mom is doing is actually the worst thing in the world for you like you just don't and I think that that's the part I think now as a mom I get so fucking mad about that because I'm just like oh you knew better you bitch and you did it on purpose and like or maybe you didn't because it's a mental illness or whatever but it's also like Oh, but you're making up these lies and like you knew you were like you knew that it was a lie. I don't know. It's challenging for me. Yeah, I have to believe also that Gypsy like I think she did to a certain extent and we can talk about this like next time. But I think she probably did for a very long time believe that this was her truth and that these things were actually happening to her. Yes, I agree. And probably a little bit of Stockholm syndrome. I mean, I don't know if that like applies because it's your mother, but like, Mm -hmm. do you think she's still a victim and it's still, yeah. I mean, I guess Stockholm Stockholm syndrome is from your captor, right? Like, but like, I mean, I still kinda, for anyone kinda... who doesn't know, uh, Stockholm syndrome is actually when you've been captured or kidnapped and you start to like love and care for and appreciate the the person who has captured you or is like yeah. has control over you. Yeah. Um, anyway. So you guys, yeah. So just I just want to sort of paint the picture. I know we've been we're talking about Gypsy, but I just wanted to sort of explain now what this young adult looks like so i'm sure you've all seen pictures but she was very small gypsy was very small only five feet tall and she spoke with a very high-pitched voice Mm -hmm. and she continues to to this day Mm -hmm. which is interesting because i believe there's been a like a psychological or some sort of like paper that explains that children who are abused at a young age will have this very high-pitched voice and continue with it throughout mm. the rest of their lives. So that's been proved. Uh, so she's small, high-pitched voice. She loved Disney and often dressed as a princess. Rapunzel was her favorite, which is, like, fascinating. Yeah, right? locked in the Beca- tower. Exactly. Made, like, made to do all of these specific tasks there's like a little evil man that keeps giving her like appropriate stuff if she like does her good job. It's crazy. A little evil man. Yeah, Rapunzel's about that little man who like she spins her hair into golden things and um he's like it's not it's not like Isn't tangled. That Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah, that's for Rapunzel though. Oh. 
Yeah. I, I guess because she loved Disney, I am actually referring to the Tangled. Specific person. Tangled, yes. That's Specifically. Fair. But I mean, like, Rumpelstiltskin yeah. and, and Rapunzel are the actual fairy tale. Like, that's actually from the fairy tale. Fucking really? Yeah. Because well, doesn't he take her hair that? and make it he into He takes gold? her hair and he, like, and he spins <laughs> it into, like, gold, like, like, weaves of things and stuff. No shit. Yeah. All right. Well. Isn't that why uh, she was trapped? So he could have her hair? Yes. Well, fuck me, I guess. I don't know that story. I know Tangled. That's it. Uh, Tangled's way better. Yeah, super. Uh, Mother Cothel, she's a fucking cunt. Yeah. Anyways, so Dee Dee kept uh, Gypsy's head shaved because of her leukemia medications. And I'm doing that in air quotes. Because, yeah. um, you know, those medicines were going to make her hair fall out anyway. So we needed to keep her head neat and tidy. Uh, so for that reason, she wore wigs or hats to keep her shaved head warm. Uh, and she also wore these, like, crazy old lady grandma glasses, which made her look even more unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, she used a wheelchair because of her muscular dystrophy. Uh, she wore oxygen because of her, her probably hypoventilation that was, like, mm. on her list of ailments. Um when Dee Dee would take Gypsy to doctor's appointments, she would make her hold her hand and she would squeeze it if she said anything wrong. She was instructed to play with a stuffed animal or a Barbie and to not interact and to definitely not move her legs. Cool. Wait, I'm so mm-hmm. confused. No doctor, even when she was like 16, 17, was like, get out of the room. Fucking stand up. Oh, to the mom? No. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, like see you no, later, I... gypsy stand up. <laughs> um, I mean, well, I just I think talk like... about it. Well, I'll no, talk like, about it in no. the next one, but Dee Dee actually, after gypsy. It's just, oh, it's so yeah. sad. Uh, it was, I think, and I'm not sure what year, like 2008, 2009-ish, I believe that Dee Dee took Gypsy to see this Bernardo Flasterstein, who is a pediatric neurologist. Um, he was the very first doctor who became suspicious of Dee Dee and Gypsy's diagnosis because she specifically she? took her there. Um, she was probably like 17, 18 oh, wow. at this point, and she was being pawned off as 14, right? Mm. 13 or 14 um, with her fake new birth certificate because the old one was gone, you know, so she could make Gypsy any age that she wanted her to be. So he became suspicious of her muscular dy- dystrophy. He ordered MRIs and blood tests, and they were all normal. He said, quote, I don't see any reason why she doesn't walk. He told Dee Dee on a follow-up visit after seeing Gypsy stand and support her own weight. He noted that Dee Dee was not a good historian. <laughs> after, So he ended up contacting Gypsy's doctors in New Orleans 
and he learned that Gypsy's original muscle bi- biopsy had come back negative. No shit. So interesting. So that totally just like smashes Dee Dee's report of her not having records and that she had muscular like, like that there's yeah, and that there's any merit to anything right. that she has said. Mm-hmm. Um so he was the first doctor to suspect the possibility of Munchausen syndrome by proxy. Um, Damn. <clears throat> uh huh. And I believe after putting a poor historian, and I'm I I'm not 100% sure if he put Munchausen syndrome by proxy in his note or not, but Dee Dee requested medical records from every doctor then moving forward so she mm. could see what they were writing. Mm. So for that reason, they never went back to Dr. Flasterstein. So no one like really. And like not to be like a dick because I get it. There's only so much you can do. But like and and it's just a theory. But like, God, don't you wish that man would have been like, nah, quick investigation. (laughs) Gonna, you know, they interview him and he's like, I really wanted to. But like at some point, kind of like we were saying earlier, like no one was gonna he was a, no one was gonna believe him like they had yeah. so much love and so much support and like all yep. this other thing he's like all i could do is write it in my note so like oh, that's what wild. i did sad yeah so um munchausen syndrome by proxy which is it's interesting i'm gonna pull this up and i'm gonna read it can you guys still see me yes hear me okay um it, it actually is not called that anymore which i didn't know it's really called- what is it called factitious disorder imposed on another and it's fact f-a-c-t-i-t-i-o-s i I actually i mean i know the word fictitious but not factitious interesting so f-d-i-a which is also known as fabricated or induced illness by carers and first named as Munchausen syndrome by proxy. It's a mental health disorder in which a caregiver creates the appearance of health problems in another person, typically their child. This may include injuring the child or altering test samples. The caregiver then presents the person as being sick or injured. Permanent injury or death by the victim may occur as as a result of their caregiver having this disorder. The the behavior occurs without a specific benefit to the caregiver. But, I mean, I think the benefit is that they gain attention and they're able to have some sort of, I don't know, dopamine release or something from this. Yeah. All of this attention that they get. So, anyways, that's where I'm going to end my story for tonight. That's and then good. next time we can um, talk about Gypsy and her growing independence and uh, what ultimately leads to the murder of her mother. Nice. I love where you're leaving this off. This is a, a little, nice little cliffhanger, cliffhanger for you guys. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> there is a lot of stuff. And also, it's insane. It's going to be so insane, you guys. I like actually am so excited to talk. Yeah, about it. no, I'm excited too. And it's also such a, it's such a. Um, I also think like God, it's so hard. I don't know who I was talking about this with recently, but like, being a mom is so hard. Being a parent is so hard, and like all of the things. I don't know why you would want to make more trouble for yourself. Like that must have been so exhausting to going to 
all those doctor's appointments and recovering from surgery and new blood tests and all the things. Like I am trying to do everything in my fucking power to keep my child out of the doctor's office. And this lady was like, another one. Like I just Uh can't imagine having that type of crazy psychotic energy. Like it just is so from like a baseline level feels fucking nuts to me. Yeah. Anyway, full-time job for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't even imagine. Well, good job. That was a really good, uh, I love, I love like a, a little cliffhanger. That's fun. And it's nice. Yeah. Just a little intro. So you guys can sort of like, yeah. Also, I think if you did that all in this episode, it would be a two and a half hour show. And I think it would be way too much information. So nice. Good call. Good call. Thanks. Well, that was fun. Berkey. Thanks, guys. You're up, boo. It's your time, sis. It's your time to shine. You look like a little, you just looked like a little hamster with your hands yeah, up. Actually, I gotta I gotta take a pika pika. Um, I'm gonna take a quick break because I gotta wash my eyes because they're burning really bad. Cause that's okay, I we'll pause. I got cat fur in them or something. One second. Oh, we're an hour in, so go take a break, go wash your eyes. Anyways, what's your topic about, Berkey? I'm stoked. I'm, like, really Yeah, let's go, girl. All right. Guys, I'm going to introduce my topic with a joke. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off for school? What did the buffalo say to his son when he dropped him off for school? Uh Uh-huh. Bye, son. Bye, son. <laughs> Y'all ready to hear about some bison? Let's sure. fucking go. I was so what a do it from Dee Dee Blanchard to bison. <laughs> Amazing. Listen, these angelic creatures, bison. Oh, angelic. Yeah. Have you ever seen and a bison? Tasty. Have you they have you ever so seen a bison it. IRL, you guys? Like up close? They're fucking scary. I don't think so, but I don't know that I have any desire to because they're huge. Yeah, but I if you're in your like car, in zoo. they're like moose. They're like fucking way bigger than you think that they are. Yes. So one time I was in a bison traffic jam, which is one of my favorite memories from going to Yellowstone. It's when the bison herd decides to go across the street and uh, they're cute. bigger than your car. So they just take their time. And there's like hundreds weigh, of them. Like huh? two tons. Don't they weigh like two tons? One ton. Two thousand yeah. pounds. So yeah, that's crazy. when they decide to cross the street, it's, they got the right away. Um, so we were like right in the front, and then the first bison comes across the street, like literally right in front of our car. And it was so scary. This bison like stops in front of our rental car, looks up, and we have a jeep with the roof off of it. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> and, and this bison just dead ass looks rich in the face and is just like, "What's up, motherfucker? I'm gonna kill and you." And just like, uh. And then he just like keeps going. And his little calf came behind him. It was so cute. So anyway, like all these bison just were like surrounding our car, like walking past to go across to the other side of the street. It was great. Love a good bison traffic jam. Only if you're in the front, though. If you're in the back, it sucks because you just don't know why traffic's not moving for an hour. Sure. Fair. So you always want to be... A whole hour? It took a whole hour? Sometimes, yeah. Like, we were in a one-hour-long bison jam. Um, I've heard them last up to three. Depends on how the bison feel that day. (laughs) No whole thing. (laughs) So um, bison are North America's largest land mammal. 
Um, they're pretty big. They're stand up to seven feet tall and they weigh up two tons. And they are 12 feet, 10 to 12 feet like long. Yeah, that's so crazy. So they're they're big boys. Um, they used to be found everywhere on the prairie from Canada to Texas and from the Rockies all the way over to Indiana. So they pretty much lived on like every, like a large portion of North America's continent. Um, they're super athletes. How far do you think that, like how, how they're athletic do you think? Super athletes? Yeah, they're super athletes. Like Alex Honnold? Are they elite? Yes, they are elite, just like Alex Honnold. They can and what vertic- am I supposed to guess? They can, how far can they vertically jump? No. Um, <laughs> hold on. Are we talking inches or are we talking feet? Feet. How Five feet. Deaf. Five feet. Five seven feet. feet. They can jump seven feet tall. Shut up. Vertical jump seven feet. I don't know what to do with that information. That is That feels I'm like worried, a, actually. a Take mirage. This. Take this information. How long can they run for their max speed for? And what is their max speed? Okay, their max speed, I'm going to say, be faster than a capybara, is, mm. is 18 miles an hour. Okay. Wrong. And wrong? Faster? wrong? Faster? 38. They can go 38. 35 to 40 miles an hour. Whoa! All right. How long are they maintaining this speed? Uh, An hour. An hour! That's crazy. Wow. Fuck that. They shouldn't call it horsepower. They should call it buffalo power in a car. Bison power. I have 500 bison power in my fucking. Can we trademark that? Trademark. Band name, I call it. Bison power? Okay. No, you can call them buffalo. Buffalo only live in Africa and and Asia. They do not live in North America. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So if you see a bison and if you see. A quote unquote buffalo in North America, nay nay, it's a bison. Nay nay, nice nay nay. Thank you. <laughs> unless it's in a, unless it's in a zoo, then it might be a buffalo. <laughs> but still, then it's probably oh, a bison. So your and joke some about dumb the, the buffalo and the bison was yeah. like fucked up, actually. Well, I didn't say that they were related. That could be a stepson <laughs> shit. Like right, they're fine. adopted. It have to be. It yeah, have to be. He's in the way that Megan. Keep an open mind. Yeah, it's a it's not a nuclear family. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually didn't even understand that joke. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. So on top of their athleticness, so we got um, high jumpers, high jumpers, long distance fuck, runners, fast yeah. as fuck, okay. ultra marathoners, basically. Yes. <laughs> Jesus, absolutely. Um, they're herbivores. They prefer grass, so they maintain all their muscular build with um, grass alone. I know, Ow. crazy. I don't know. That's just how they live life. Fucking chlorophyll, baby. <laughs> um, More like chlorophyll. <laughs> <laughs> they're they have um, a lot of fun behaviors. So um, they always walk towards a snowstorm or a storm. So like when they're walking, they face towards the storm and it's because they're thicker, more dense fur lines, their face and neck. So it, they're like technically warmer on their face. So that's why they like will walk into storms instead of away from it. Um, They also do something which is called they wallow, which is they lay on their side and they roll around in the dirt um, and they take dirt baths because having, it is very cute or a sign of aggression towards another bull to tell him to get the fuck okay. away. But yeah. also cute. Um, I agree. And when they wallow, it fills them with um, like a dust cover to keep flies and bugs away. 
but hmm. also when they wallow it makes these like divots or holes in the ground um so it actually makes like little ponds like puddles for water to collect in little bison it, puddles yeah bison we should call them bison ponds how cute. cute so it actually is like very important for like a lot of ecosystems because it'll create like little um puddles or reservoirs for water and it actually helps like a lot of natural foliage and stuff like grow in those little wallows that they that's create. super cool yeah um you can tell a bison's mood based on its tail so if it's looking at you, but its tail is just dangling, you're fine. Okay. So they're if like they're chill, they're relaxed. Yeah. They're if it's just hanging, they're they're fine. We're not stressed. But if you see that tail up, I don't I would say run away, but don't run away. They can definitely outrun you when they're gonna run longer than you. They can definitely charge. outrun <laughs> every human. Like, yes. oh my God. So get in your car or something, because if the tail's up, they're gonna charge. What's the fastest oh. human? Does anybody know that? What's the fastest oh. a human can run? I don't like know. Usain Bolt, what does he run? Does anybody know? I don't know. Can he I'm outrun a bison? I bet he could, but not, not for like an hour, though. No, not for an hour, but like, could he just outrun a bison? Mm. I would like to know that. I think that'd be interesting. But, but continue to outrun your... a bison, you'd have to run for an hour. I guess that's true. That's a great point. You know what I mean? He's he's yeah. always going to be on your tail. The second you slow down, that bison's there, baby. Anyway. <laughs> um, so they'll tell you their moods. They're... All right. Hold on. Usain Bolt, who was clocked at 27.4 miles per hour in the 100-meter sprint. He's not outrunning a bison, not even for a minute. Yeah. I don't know. This also says the human frame is built to handle running speeds up to 40 miles per hour. That's not true. Say. That's how fast you was you saying Bolt? What did you say? 27.4 for 100 meters. An hour? Well, what if, what if you only were running 20 meters? Yeah. You think you could run that fast because it's no, like a because, shorter like, distance? Because don't you don't you have to build up? Like you can't just, you're not going from 0 to 40. You're yeah, going from like 0 to 10, 20, yeah, 30, we're 40. Not, we're not a Corvette. We're not yeah. a McLaren. Yeah. <laughs> This is back to the goddamn future. <laughs> we don't have Lambos, okay? There's a Google question. Is 12 miles per hour fast for a human? That's amazing. Honestly, <laughs> yes, that feels fast. Good job. Uh, okay, I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue, right. Michelle, about your talk about bison. So, um, what do you guys think Teddy Roosevelt, Ted Turner, and the great bison slaughter all have in common? Uh, hunting. Oh, fine. I'm going to take you on a wild ride that includes all these main characters. Let's okay. go. Let's right. go. I'm not so, ready for this. I'm super ready for this. <laughs> <laughs> historically. Um, oh, another fun fact. How, you know, they're so athletic. After they're born, how long do you think it takes them to be able to run with the herd? One day. No. Two hours. No. Seven minutes. That's Fuck insane. You. No. <laughs> Who timed that? What goddamn researcher went out there with a goddamn stopwatch know. and was I like was one, two, three. Well, it's two minutes. So two minutes until they learn how to walk. Seven minutes until they could like. Well, run with okay, the but herd. this also harkens back to a conversation that we were talking about. I forget when, maybe orcas or something like that, where oh, it was gestation. like where gestation. Mm -hmm. We were talking about like gestation periods and like 
humans gestation like is short because our hips are not made you know even if you got childbearing mm. hips like me they're not made to like withstand fucking giant ass heads coming out of their hoo-ha um otherwise you'll every woman would die in childbirth so we're the only species that our babies are born not able to like function in a herd like we're the only ones mm. that are like ah you gentle little like hobbit you know i gotta hold you forever and so like i think that it does make i'm sense having a bison baby coming out running baby crazy no you'll lose your body don't nah. do that well, how long one. is the gestation did you write that down no 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 i don't i'm looking up later in these things i'm, I'm interested in how athletic is this creature i don't care I mean, how long it gestates cool. all right so historically um the native Americans and bison have what? Sorry, I was typing up how long is bison gestation and it auto populated. How long is bison good in the fridge? <laughs> oh, poor bison. So, historically, <laughs> historically, like the Native Americans had like a very like coexistent relationship with bison. So they would go, they would hunt the bison and they would use like every part of the bison, right? Like mm -hmm. the bladder would become like a way to carry like a water carrier, like the bones, they would make it a tools, the fur they would use for teepees and like everything. They even made, um, the native women used like some of the oils like from them as sunscreen for their face, Oh, which is pretty cool. No oh, shit. Can I interrupt you? I'm going to blow your mind. A bison females, um, their gestation period is only nine and a half months. No shit, really? Yeah. yeah. Does that blow your mind? It does kind of so blow my mind. So it's the same as humans, but they yeah. come out fucking running. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Bison Interesting. are elite. Bison are better than human. I agree. Apparently. <laughs> um, so back in the day before like we'll say like settlers came along when it was just the native americans and the bison there's estimated to be between 30 to 50 million bison roaming around our like country that's a lot so it they would be like literally everywhere like you just turn you're like whoa bison here whoa bison here they're everywhere oh my god so they're everywhere like i said they they were from like the Rockies all the way to Indiana. They covered like a significant portion of the country. Um, however, during what some people call like the Great Slaughter, um, it's basically they were fucking capitalism, ruining bison, just like everything else. Um, people, they were overhunted. Um for a, a lot of reasons, actually. So when the railways started coming out to the west um people would get mad at, because the bison would cause a bison traffic jam and sure. one time a train was stopped for three days because the herd was going past where the um railway sure. was 30 million bison and yeah, yeah stopped there's a lot days. so they're like wow these animals are pretty annoying they're getting in the way of like us like in innovating and industrializing right um it's also kind of like to get rid of the natives because there was this like notion of oh this is like what they use for food and shelter and this so if you take the bison away from them then they don't have like access to a lot of the things that help them in their daily lives and people like 
like the settlers basically realized that. So they were kind of motivated to kill off a lot of the bison to like get rid of the Native Americans or at least get them out of that area to like get them to move to other places. Yeah. And to be like, oh, you don't have like uh, any resources here anymore. I guess you got to like move to fucking this other place that because we want this land. Um, Another one was because bison hides became wildly popular and fashionable so we were talking about how like the native americans would hunt bison and use like every piece of them now when they were being hunted um they would literally just like leave the carcasses like rotting there and just like take the hide and just like leave the rest just like sitting there um so by 1902 fewer than 100 bison were left roaming the great plains sorry how many did i say 100 1000 1000 okay still, not a lot. still no 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 i'm no, sorry from 30, 30 million to a thousand <laughs> one thousand is devastating crazy um so whenever you shoot a bison in oregon trail you fucking remember that you piece of shit you're creating calm down it's the something. oregon trail video game everyone knows that the bison meat rotted and it didn't actually give you anything i didn't know that as a nine-year-old well now you know that you are were... i know but i don't want to go back and call my nine-year-old self a piece of shit for playing a game that like a capitalist miss you... fucking Your hawking was like you gotta be... play this game because i need a goddamn cigarette break like i'm not gonna be mad <laughs> at myself why we played kids yeah <laughs> I mean, I played it because my parents were drinking beer at the Bussy's house. Also yeah, the same. same. same I feel thing. like it's exactly the same yeah. reason. Yeah. I think that's we didn't have cool. it. We had to go to the neighbor's house. But I was, was going to say, I thought that was cool that you had that at your home. Yeah, I had Whoa. duck hunt. That's it. Duck Ooh. hunt oh. and uh, the little cherries that would disappear from the baby's mouth when you put it in the little cherry what? container. You know what oh, I'm talking about? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are my fun activities in 1992. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Along comes Ugh. my guy, Ted. Teddy Roosevelt. Teddy Roosevelt. Okay, I forgot we were talking about him. Um, so 1905, the American Bison Society is formed. Um, and Teddy Roosevelt uses his presidential power to um, get land set aside, get funding, and to promote uh, reintroduction projects for bison. Because he loves bison. Oh. Well, he wasn't such a great guy. I mean, so did he bring back... We thought we liked him. Well, I mean, so... Were his... you fucking stoked on him like 10 episodes ago? Listen, the reason... Did I hate him again? <laughs> the, the problem with, is Teddy's motives, okay? Did he bring back bison? Yes. To Did hunt he make them? national parks? Yes. But it's because he loved to hunt them. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, love to hunt these. Can't let them go. Gotta you get do them know back. about the bear, right? The teddy bear? Oh, we that it's talk named about after. Again? Did we teddy... talk about this? Okay, yes, good. Yes. About... We all I'm know. just making sure. I think it's a really bear. good trivia point. Teddy bear, national parks, blah, blah, bison. blah. Bison. Teddy Bison Roosevelt savior. did it all. <laughs> Bison Savior. <laughs> On his tombstone. Yeah. Bison, Bison savior. savior. His tombstone was fucking big. Remember, he also talked about the fucking Maxwell House coffee? Good to the last drop. Yes. Yes. That? Come on, guys. Coffee yeah. episode. Oh, right, right. Yeah, Teddy Teddy does it all, really. <laughs> um. <laughs> So he even mentions uh, his concern over bison in his 1905 message to Congress. So he's like, guys, are you looking at these bison numbers? It's crazy. Let's get it. Get to it. 
get the bison society <laughs> some money okay thank you um yellowstone's established in 1872 so one of yellowstone's first efforts to preserve a wild species is um to preserve the bison so in 1902, they purchased 21 bison to keep um, on the Lamar Buffalo Ranch in Yellowstone. And eventually they begin um, mixing these purchased buffalo in with... Uh, Are they buffalo? Shit. Bison. Fuck bison. me. Bison. Bison. Bison right. police. Right I, here. I can't believe I said <laughs> buffalo like a <laughs> fucking idiot. God, who's um, bison here. expert here? Yeah, so the bison, I don't know why it's called Lamar Buffalo Ranch. It really fucked me up. Yeah, that's really <laughs> fucked. That's People are really, idiots. Fuck you, Yellowstone, you idiots. Oh my God, <laughs> hold on. She doesn't mean that. Let's take a deep breath. It's not the best national park. We're in, oh my God. Okay, we're an hour, we're an hour and 15 minutes in, and we are bringing up fighting words. All right, fine. Yeah, so. Man they begin to mix with the free roaming population um and it grew to about 1300 animals in the 1950s and now as of 2016 their numbers are about 5000 so that's pretty sick okay what about in 2024 well i don't have those numbers and you know that that's an old fucking number dude <laughs> 2015 is your most recent number i don't think you story about it i don't know right. again Come not on. the best national park i don't know what to tell you do better. 400. All right. And nearly, oh, I actually, now I see in May 16, 2023, nearly 6,000. Oh, they're booming. All yeah. right. Oh, 5,400 in, in Yellowstone. But what about, what is Ted Turner, the media mongrel, the cable television guy? Did you just say media guy? mongrel, not <laughs> mogul? Mongrel. <laughs> <laughs> the media mongrel. He is a mongrel. Do you see it? He owns TBS. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I said what right, I said. This media mongrel. Go ahead. This mongrel. He. What does he have to do with bison? He I have no idea. He is a longtime yes. Nebraska land baron. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you didn't just look that up, you little bitch. In 1986, <laughs> Ted Turner. Who is this fucking guy? Has anybody been to a Ted's Montana ranch? I have not, actually. Oh, oh this restaurant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ted That's Turner. Nice. Boom. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, so in 1986, Ted Turner purchases his first ranch outside of Bozeman, Montana. Mm. He has. Oh, he was married to Jane Fonda. No shit. He was. He was. Uh, he <laughs> loves the bison. Loves the ladies. What can he say? <laughs> He's hot. Yeah. <laughs> well. Well, of course. He's like Jane. Look at my bison. Isn't that hot? She's like, yes, I'll marry you. Okay, fine. I mean, wouldn't you marry a man with that many bison? I would. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> I would say <laughs> I don't need your bison. I'd be like, can I feed him? No, I'd probably would like, say yeah. bison. Uh, no, because he'd also be like, "Hi, I'm also a bajillionaire," and you'd be like, "Yeah." Oh, then I would okay. say, "Okay, I'm back. I'm back. Oh, I'm back. I'm back. Cool. I'm, I'm sorry. Oh my god! I'm just kidding. I love bison. No. joke. <laughs> what if you might like warmers? What if you some bison? Marriage. What? They just told each other bison jokes <laughs> all day every okay, day. Bison. Yeah, like and like and then they giggled to each other as they walked out the door. Perfect. Okay, Ted Turner. 
So he has an affinity for Western landscapes. And while he's restoring this original ranch in Montana, he wants to, he's like, I don't need cattle on this ranch. I want the natural species. I want the bisons here. Before Europe settled this country, this place was bison. So that's what I want. Let's fucking go. Okay. So he got a large, he also did like a lot of large scale conservation projects. Um, over the next 30 years, Ted purchased 16 ranches in six states, totaling 1.85 million acres. That's he removed crazy. all the cattle, replaced it with bison. And the Turner herd now totals over 50,000 bison. It's the largest nice. private herd. Damn. So, are there bison? I'm going to say this, but I'm a little scared because I, I think I'm wrong. Aren't there bison on the, the what's that? On like the Domino's pizza place in Michigan. Hold what? on. Hold on. There's like a ranch in Michigan. I um, mean, they're kind of like Fermilab right by us has bison there, like a herd of bison. They do? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Pre-COVID, you used to be able to go, like, see them. Actually, they, like, stampeded one time, and it's very loud. So we were out there doing, like, some, like, wildlife photography, and my friend, we are like, right by the bison enclosure, and they were all the way on the other side, so, like, a mile and a half away. And we were, like, photographing these coyotes, and then all of a sudden, I was like, oh, my God, what is that noise? The coyotes had come into the bison enclosure and the bison got mad and the whole herd stampeded towards the coyotes. Oh, all of a sudden the coyotes were like, fuck, and like ran away. And the noise of the stampede of the bison like running towards us was like so loud and crazy. And I was like, oh, could you God. imagine if there was no fence here? That would be so scary. Yeah, that would but be so scary. These okay, coyotes wait. were like, oh my God, get out. <laughs> so Domino's Pizza which everyone knows is an American pizza chain, um, has a place in Ann Arbor Township, Michigan, in the United States, that has currently 80 bison at their at their farm and i don't know why i don't know i'm not sure i i can i can talk more about it later but um, i wonder how much fermi how many bison are at fermi lab but I do remember driving by me and me and my husband were driving up there. I don't know, visiting someone going near Ann Arbor. And I looked over and I was like, and at the time, and Michelle, please forgive me for my uh, ignorance. But at the time I was like, are there Buffalo <laughs> at the Domino's pizza? And I hope, farm? Your son, I hope your husband said, no, idiot. They're bison. <laughs> he probably did. Oh, say definitely. Idiot, he he's sweet, definitely said but that. he probably said, actually to, to correctly uh talk about these um he probably told me that they were bison but i do feel like um he made mention that uh, like of ted turner and all those things i think that's all kind of coming back to me so very funny anyway yes. that was a, a crazy derailment but please no continue. that's good so um yeah so ted turner yeah there's a lot of places actually around here that protect bison um that's nice there's like a nike missile um area where is it out near nike like holes. missile like nike the shoe mm-hmm. and, the and they have missiles yeah I, I can make an episode on it it's quite interesting but there's areas all around the country of like old nuclear like missile sites and one of them is like around here um but it's like this vast 
amount of land. So they actually have like, now it's like a forest preserve. Um, but they have bison there. I've seen the bison at Golden Gate Park. They have a couple there. Mm. I mentioned Fermilab. Fermilab, I looked it up. It's got 35 bison. Nice. Currently. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. All so, right. Yeah. Bison are sick. I love them. Is that um, it? Is that all about bison that you're telling us? Yeah, probably. Oh, they're sick as fuck, dude. What? They're sick as fuck. I they didn't are. know any of that. They're I so mean, athletic and cool. Jumping seven feet in the air while weighing 2,000 pounds yeah. is a feat I can't eat. I don't. My brain doesn't comprehend. That's yeah, awesome. Like LeBron James level athleticism. Yeah. Oh, bare yeah. mins. <laughs> totally. <laughs> All well, right. that was really good, dude. That was fun. Yeah, nice work. Way to lighten it up after our fucking sucks yeah. of my topic. After a bit of a heavy. Yeah, a bit of a... <laughs> uh, we went from... Also, they just so cute. Look at their little faces. They are cute. They kind of cute. I agree. I think they look like little old men. Do you know why the front of them is very shaggy and thick and the back is thin? There's like oh, Didn't you almost say because they walk into snowstorms? Well, yeah, but then so it's almost like a dual texture. So the front is like really shaggy and furry and it's extra warm. And then the back is like a little more thin so that if they're standing in like the sun all day that they can like cool. It's like uh, they can cool off that way. Oh, so hmm. they're temperature regulating with like their different levels of fur. My intrusive thought is that I would love to go up to a bison and pet it and be like, hello, oh. you sweet. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I know they will murder me, but I still, like, my husband has to Desire. talk me down. He's like, do not, <laughs> do not go there. No, no, no. Like, when they were walking outside of my car, I started to, like, roll the window down. My husband was like, do, no, no. You have to put the child lock on the window? Yeah, probably. <laughs> the child lock. That's so funny. How do you, do you open know? this thing? Uh, <laughs> Why is it not going down? <laughs> uh, before Angela went to college, he, like, drove a semi-truck for, like, part of his uh job cleaning up train wrecks and when he would talk on like the radio he'd say you know oh this is angelo and like there was one guy who was like buffalo <laughs> so he was known as buffalo for a while that's oh, awesome. awesome buffalo i feel like you should right. only call him that for a week and see what happens i'm mean, like oh, probably buffalo? nothing <laughs> <laughs> he'd be like yeah that trash yeah, that's me something weird again <laughs> oh my gosh well good job that was fun guys that was a good episode i liked it, it super fun. do we have any time for would you rathers i have a couple yeah oh, man of course all right so these first i have a couple that are just kind of like funny or like simple i think to answer but um first one is would you rather have a third nipple or an extra toe Extra toe. I think it would improve my climbing. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. Uh, Maggie? It where it like the nipple is on your boob? I'm gonna say the nipple is on somewhere on your abdomen. Oh, toe. That's weird. I think yeah, nipple I feel like you just can also hide that better. Nipple, I feel like no, I feel like nipple's fine. You're not gonna see it, but a toe in a shoe is gonna you're gonna have to buy like a wide shoe on just your left foot and then a normal shoe on your right foot and that's gonna be more irritating to me than being like yeah i got a nipple i don't know what to i don't know what to talk about it yeah like, it's, like fine. it's the same size as your first two 
If you're okay, a runner, it's not the areola, bumps. but just the nipple. Yes, is the same size as your first. Okay. Oh, but like so just you're running the like risk of chafing if you're a runner. Extra. Chafing. I'm not a runner, so it's so I feel solid about my answer. Really? Can I can I have it removed? Um. Yeah, but it grows back. <laughs> I guess you'd figure that out so, after like the second time. Yeah, I guess the, the second toe, time you're like, does the toe come back too? Uh, you're not gonna cut your toe off, are you? Yeah, yeah you your toe grows back, and, and it's got a fucking weird gangly nail every time you cut it off. Oh my oh. god! I got okay. I'm going back to nipple. Yes, dude, come to the nipple side. I agree. Right. Yeah, I'm on the nipple call. team. I'm just gonna wear flip flops, so I'm fine. Okay, cool. All right. Um, I think I can make like a little hole in my Birkenstocks to make it so it it'll fit. All right, this one you have to answer. Just right away. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. No, it's not. It's not bad. I just want you to answer it right away. I don't want you. I just want you to no go ahead and answer. Okay. You can, I mean, just you can ask off questions. The dome, off the dome. Or just off say the dome. It, just okay. Would you rather have $2 million given to you today or have a penny doubled for 30 days and take that at the end of 30 days? What two million dollars? Okay, I feel like I'm gonna say the penny one because I feel like it's gonna be more money. Okay, no, those are your not. answers. No, two million math, dollars. So... No, a penny right. double is gonna be like three dollars. Let me get the two mil. A penny double is gonna be three dollars at the end of thirty days. No, it'll be more than that, yeah. but I'm too dumb to do math, so I'm gonna take the two million. Okay, do you want to know how much it is? Yeah. yeah. Over five million dollars at the end oh, of thirty God. days. <laughs> so if you do the math, because it's like one cent, two cent, four cent, eight cent, sixteen cent, blah blah blah, and it goes up, and then once you get to like, a, like you know, a hundred dollars, then it's yeah. two hundred, then it's four hundred, then it's and it's like very quickly turns into like then it when it gets to like that's I don't how know, rich fifty thousand it gets to a hundred thousand and then two hundred thousand so in the course of 30 days i think it's like something like 5.1 million dollars but here's the, the only reason i know I'll that is because i sat and did the math yeah two million is also tits like I'll i'm be not fine. saying like yeah. shirk the two million i think it's fine yeah. but i think it's a good test in like saying i'm gonna be patient and I'm going to wait for this thing that's going to pay out more in the end. Oh, that wasn't about patience. That was literally like, I'm literally too about dumb math to do that math. So <laughs> like, not I'm not going to take my chances about my friend, Michelle. You're not dumb. You're incredibly smart. So I disagree with that statement. Not when it comes to math. Well, you, maybe you're not. Uh, <laughs> Am I smart about like, bison? Sure. Math? Nah, I got, nah, dog. Am I nah. smart about bison? <laughs> That's there's no great. math with bisoning. Yeah. <laughs> as long well, as you know that vertical jump, baby, that's all you need to know. That's, that's all the all numbers you, you need. That's all you need to know. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. What's your vertical jump? Definitely seven feet. Definitely easy. <laughs> seven inches. Yeah, not even with a tramp or anything. Just I'm not going to lie. Off the concrete. At, I was at the fucking bouldering gym, and there's this one where um, you do, like, a dino move, which is, like, a dynamic move, which is basically, like, a jump to the next hold. And I'm like on it and I'm like getting momentum and I like go just totally hit the wall, 
fell off. And my husband was like, what? Why would you try to jump for that? And I was like, that's how it's supposed to be. I saw it on Instagram. And he's like, Michelle, I've never seen you jump once in your fucking life. Why would that's you fucking now? hilarious. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just oh. like hit the wall with my face, <laughs> scraped down it, and like oh, started no. bleeding. And my husband was like, what? Absolutely not. <laughs> oh, my God. That's crazy. He's like, what's the highest you've ever jumped in your life? And I was like, maybe just right there. And he's like, yeah, maybe. And that wasn't very high. <laughs> like, I don't think you left the ground. <laughs> oh, Rich keeps oh you honest, God. man. He does. Yeah, well, you hey. <laughs> Good episode. So, um, seven inches for me. Seven, seven well, feet for a bison. Seven inches, baby, for <laughs> lots of things. Um, <laughs> anyway. This was Deep Derailments, guys. If you liked it, if you enjoyed it, please follow along on uh, Deep Derailments Pod on Instagram. Um, if you want to send us uh, any sort of email, we got our first email, which is exciting because I bullied our pal into it. But um, we uh, I don't think would that counts. love any sort of email at deepderailmentspod at gmail.com. Otherwise, I think we're going to call it a day and say go deep. Get to <laughs> All right. See you guys later. Bye. 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 That was fun. <laughs> <laughs>